I'm Heidi Harris. Welcome to the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You can subscribe at iTunes. Also check them out at HeidiHarris.com. You could also hear my show live on 670 AM KMZQ, The Right Talk for Las Vegas, five days a week, Monday through Friday, 9 AM to 10 AM. That's 670 AM KMZQ, Talk You Can Trust. So don't miss that show also. I wanted to mention David French. He writes for National Review. He's an Iraqi vet. He's a a guy I'm so impressed with in many, many, many ways. And I followed him for a while, and he was actually discussed for a minute as being a presidential candidate. There was a possibility there, but immediately the press went after this guy. And from what I can tell, there was no reason to do it. There were even some people picking on him because he has one adopted child from Ethiopia and, of course, a couple of biological kids. And that whole thing was ridiculous. Anyway, I'm a big fan of David French. And he put out a letter on Thursday, and the title is An Open Letter to Trump's Evangelical Defenders. And I posted it up on Facebook. You can check it out on the Heidi Harris Show Facebook page. I also tweeted it out at Heidi Harris Show. And I know that he's frustrated. And I know that he's basically saying that, you know, Christians are not called even to fight about abortion and things like that. They're called to honor God. And I get that. I totally get that. And I have never put my trust in any prince. The Bible is very clear about not putting your trust in any public official. I've never done that. And I think that for anybody to be fighting about who the politicians are is kind of ridiculous. When you think about the New Testament, a lot of it was written when people like Herod were in charge. And you didn't hear the Apostle Paul saying, you know what, I know it's going to be real tough. You're not going to be able to follow Christ now because Herod's in charge. But, you know, you didn't hear that kind of thing, obviously. And he's just very, very frustrated that people who are evangelicals are defending him. And I don't know if a lot of evangelicals are defending Trump. I think that they're happy with some of what he's done. Now, I have seen some people on my Facebook page and in various forums defending Donald Trump. Like, it's no big deal that he's having affairs or has had affairs. And I've actually had some people say, well, it was 12 years ago. Who cares? It does matter. Of course it matters. Everybody's character matters. I'm not defending him as an evangelical, not at all. But bottom line, the question that I keep having for people like David French and others who were never Trumpers is, what was your plan? It was him or her. That was it. It was either sit home and give Hillary a free vote or not. I mean, I voted for Trump. He wasn't my first choice. I think a lot of people know that. There are other choices. But even if you pick somebody, I like Ted Cruz the best. Even Ted Cruz, everybody has got their stuff. I don't know that Ted Cruz has ever had an affair. But bottom line, everybody's got their stuff. You're not going to have perfect people. But I'm grateful that we live in a country like America where you could actually vote people in. And you may vote for the lesser of two evils. Most of the time you do that. I remember being a little kid and talking to my parents about politics and saying, well, who are you going to vote for, mom and dad? And, of course, my parents were both FDR, especially my dad, an FDR Democrat. And I was always raised to believe that Democrats cared about the little people and the Republicans only cared about the rich people. And we weren't really rich people, so we just thought, okay, I didn't really know much better. But I remember my parents telling me, even when I was a little kid, well, there's no choice. You know, they're both terrible. So people have always felt like that. And many times you have to choose the lesser of two evils. But it seems to me sitting home and just giving somebody a free vote is not the way to handle it or protesting. And most people who voted for Donald Trump didn't vote for him because they thought he was kind of any kind of stellar human being and he was any paragon of virtue. They voted for Donald Trump because they thought, first of all, they thought he would drain the swamp. Nobody can really drain the swamp. The alligators are in charge. We all know that. But at the very least, he was going to shake things up. And a lot of folks were very upset with the establishment. 
And they felt as if at least Donald Trump can't do any worse than anybody else. And we're not about to put Hillary Clinton in. This is what it comes down to in America. One or two people running ultimately. Now, you may have independent candidates that may you know, get some votes from somebody and that kind of thing. But bottom line, it comes down to one of two people. And you have to make a decision. And it may be the lesser of two evils. And it doesn't make you a bad person if you vote for someone you don't think is as bad as the other person. And how many times have I said he was better than her? And there have been things that Donald Trump's done. Sometimes, listen, the Bible's very clear on the fact that no matter who's in office, God puts them there. God knows all about that. God knows they're good and they're bad. And maybe sometimes God puts people in office because, you know, he knows maybe the nation needs a little punishing. Sometimes that happens. He allows people to be elected who are not necessarily good because the people of the country have elected them, because the people of the country have turned away from God, turned away from biblical values, and they're so eager to have somebody who's got no values in office that God goes, fine, go ahead, have that person, see how it works out for you. But the book of Romans is very clear that there's nobody who's in office that God doesn't put there, and that would include Donald Trump. So as an evangelical who voted for Donald Trump, I'm going to continue not to support the way he behaves with women. And I don't know that he's ever forced himself on a woman. I've never seen any proof of that at all. Just basically that he hits on women. And there are a lot of women who are willing to sleep with a rich man, whether he's good looking or not. And even Stormy Daniels admitted that. She wasn't attracted to him, but she slept with him. I don't know how you can do that, but she did. But bottom line, I'm not defending that. I've never defended that. I've been very critical of that kind of thing because once somebody's screwing around, it becomes everybody's business. You can be blackmailed and whatnot. So obviously it's a problem and it speaks to character. I believe it was Ross Perot years ago who said, if a man cheats on his wife, I'm not going to hire him. If he cheats on his wife, I can't trust him. It's a character flaw in people. If you're going to cheat on your wife, cheat on your taxes, whatever it might be, you're just not an honorable person. Now, nobody's perfect. Everybody knows that. Obviously, none of us are perfect. But the bottom line is sometimes you have to choose between the lesser of two evils. And I know there are people who are absolutely turning a blind eye to everything Trump does. I've seen it. I know that. If I criticize him or say anything, they go crazy. But yes, you have to be aware of his failings and his shortcomings, and I certainly have been. But I don't think as an evangelical, I made the wrong decision in voting for Donald Trump because once again, what were your choices, him or her? That's what it basically comes down to. And I have a ton of respect for David French. So I would also argue that he is right when he says that people get so wrapped up in who the president may be. And I would say David French is the same way. You get wrapped up in who the president is and not focused on God. And I'm not criticizing David French or his spirituality, but I see a lot of people arguing about Trump and forgetting that God's in charge ultimately. He is in charge of this whole thing, not Donald Trump, not President Obama. Nobody was in char charge other than God. And so you may not like the person in charge. You may not like your city council member. You may not like your county commissioner, your governor, your this, your that. But ultimately, we as Christians are called to live our lives according to Christ, according to God. That's how we're supposed to live our lives, regardless of who's in office. And so I think it's just as bad for people who will absolutely apologize for anything Donald Trump does. It's just as bad on the other side to hate his guts, criticize him for everything. Oh my gosh, how can you defend him? Well, he's the president. Aren't you supposed to respect the office at least? Remember a lot of people said that when Obama was president. Many of us were not real thrilled that he was the president. And a lot of people said, well, you should at least respect the office. Well, I didn't respect Obama. 
But you do have to respect the office of president. And that goes for the right wingers who were disgusted that Donald Trump became the president. I understand how they feel. They felt he wasn't the right guy. Many of them were establishment folks. I get all of that. And clearly this nation needs somebody who's got some real spiritual leadership and actually can be somewhat of a moral leader. I get all that. But Donald Trump was the person put in place at this moment by God. Now, maybe Donald Trump's foibles will get him tossed. Maybe all this ridiculous legal stuff, and I'm not saying all of it's ridiculous because there's a lot of mess here. Maybe this will get him thrown out of office. I don't know. That's what the left has been trying to do since the day he got elected. I got to be honest, he's done a lot. He's accomplished a lot considering the fact that the left has not left him alone. They are like a pack of wolves constantly after him. Yet still, he's had successes with North Korea more than Obama did for eight years. And I guarantee you, he's had more success with North Korea than Jeb Bush ever would have had or any of these so-called establishment candidates that a lot of these people wanted. And maybe it's because North Korea doesn't know what Trump's going to do. Maybe they think he's a whack job, so they figure they better behave. Now, do I trust North Korea? Of course not. Do we believe any of their lies? Of course we don't. But bottom line, they're at least publicly making overtures that never happened during an Obama administration. That is a big deal. Now, Justice Kennedy is talking about retiring. That could possibly happen during a Trump administration. Of course, the Democrats are freaking out at the prospect of Donald Trump getting yet another Supreme Court pick. Personally, I would vote for Ted Cruz if it were me. I would love to see Ted Cruz on the Supreme Court because I don't think he's ever going to be elected president. I like him. He was my first pick. But can you imagine what Ted Cruz could do on the Supreme Court, being on the Supreme Court for 40 years? Over the course of that time, it would be amazing to see. So I'd like to see that happen. Maybe Donald Trump will have that opportunity. We don't know. So God puts people in place for a reason. And if you're an evangelical and you're not real thrilled with some of the stuff that Donald Trump's done, well, everybody's imperfect. And trust me, there are a lot of other presidents whose uh, girlfriends you don't really hear about as much, but trust me, they were there. And there are a lot of politicians who cheat on their wives, and some of them are effective, some of them are not. I'm not defending any of it, by the way. Absolutely not. But bottom line, Jesus wasn't on the ballot. And although Donald Trump is not exactly a paragon of virtue when it comes to these kind of things, here's a little thing you ought to think about. He's had fewer wives than some talk show hosts you guys all admire. I can think of more than one talk show host who's had more than two wives. So I'm just saying, before you guys worship at the uh, altar of certain talk show hosts and then you pick on Trump, mm-hmm, right. Okay, let's be consistent, kids. That's all I'm saying. I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget to pick up my brand new book, Don't Pat Me on the Head, Blowbacks, Setbacks, and Comebacks in Vegas Radio. It's on uh, Amazon and also on Kindle. That's uh, Don't Pat Me on the Head. It's the title of the book. Also, you can join me for the Heidi Harris Show, and I'm taking calls and all that, Monday through Friday, 9 to 10 a.m. on 670 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas. That's 670 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas. Talk you can trust, and it's a lot of fun. I'm enjoying this new gig. It's really a lot, a lot of fun. So don't forget to uh, check out HeidiHarris.com, where I've got my Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff connected. And then, of course, my podcast a couple of times a week. And I'll be doing some book signings coming up, so stay tuned for that. Please sign up for my free newsletter at HeidiHarris.com, and I'll keep you updated on events. Until we meet again, remember that God is always in charge, people, so you can all relax. And remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell. Well.